The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with Brother Rufus, Rufus Edmonston. Morning, Rufus. How are you today? Well, the Squire of Watauga County is doing pretty well. Squire of what? Watauga County. Some is that what you there. prefer? Or, they uh, say Watauga. <clears throat> Watauga. It used to be the... I'll try that next time I go up there, but... The, I, uh, Furniture factories are very much alive in Lenore. You'd ask somebody, where are you going to go to work? You say, I'm going down to Tenor. I <laughs> <laughs> shorten everything. It makes things more simple, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Tenor. And uh, Phil Campbell is with us. Uh, you haven't been with us good in about uh, three weeks or so. Yeah, good morning. Morning. You doing okay? I'm, yeah, I'm doing great. Just a little pollen <clears throat> pollen voice, but yeah. doing well. I um, I sound a little froggy this morning, too, yeah. but I don't, uh, I mean, I feel fine. I, guess I don't up. feel bad. I just no. just got, I guess, got stuff in my nose Yeah, so I mean, the, the pine pollen, which, which doesn't, <laughs> you know, just gets on the cars and everything else is not affecting our breathing. But no. uh, there there are, you know, lots of lots of things out there dropping pollen, and it's uh, it's really incredible. It seems kind of early to me. but And I, I think, it is. Uh, I think the scientists will tell you it's a little early, too, but uh, we'll— Maybe get, hurry up and get it over with, or we'll have an extended period of time, one or the other. Who knows? Yeah. But that's okay. 919-860-9783 is the number to call if you'd like to join us on The Weekend Gardener. And so, Phil, what's uh, what's up at, at uh, Campbell Road Nursery? Oh, wow. it's um, We're having a sale today on pansies and snaps and poppies and uh, foxglove. So we've mm. got tons to choose from. Uh, it was our new crop of pansies for the spring, so it's not anything left over. But uh, we're just uh, have those on sale for ten dollars a flat. We've got new fruit trees. We've got um, like peaches, uh, pears, apples, all that sort of thing. And then we've got uh, a new crop of figs and all the berries, and including blueberries. Um, and then uh, we've got tons of shrubs and trees in. Uh, we brought one ahead, and everybody, all of our uh, growers were saying, you know, shrub growers were going, hey, you better get it now. And so we did. And um, we may, we've still got them protected with the white plastic, except for the azaleas and camellias and fruit trees and things like that. But um, I know it's supposed to get cold next weekend, so... We'll just have to wait and see what happens. It doesn't look like it's going to get that cold. It's a you know relatively mild week, and then right, you know, right, fifties and maybe thirties at night. I don't know. Right. But it's not going to get. I don't. Know, it's not going to get below freezing. So I guess. But I don't know. Some of those uh, some of those know. plants might be affected. But you certainly have the greenhouses to <clears throat> right to and help then, protect them. <clears throat> right, and we have lots of new house plants. We've got in uh, a really nice selection of succulents and cacti. Yeah. So we're and geraniums, 
and uh, hanging the fern hanging baskets and flower and hanging baskets are coming Wednesday. So we're going to be ready. Um, you know, you can put geraniums. If you're going to put your geraniums in containers on a porch or um, porch box or something like that, they'll be fine. They'll take the cold. And then um, the ferns, as long if you're going to put them on the porch, as long as they don't get frost, they'll be fine as well. They can take some of the cold weather. So mm-hmm. we're just trying to, to have things right now that people can can <clears throat> just hold on to for the you know for the rest of the the cooler nights and that sort of thing. Um, it's just way too early. We had some people to come in and want lantana and secrecia and things like that. And of course, we haven't even planted that. We'll start planting this week. Mm. Um, we do have spring ve- uh, early spring vegetables, broccoli, uh, lots of selections of lettuces and uh, cabbage and cauliflower and things, but nothing that can't be planted now. A lot of people growing vegetable gardens now is more interest in Good that year lens. after year. I've never seen, um, yeah, I've never seen spring veggies go like they've gone this year. Mm, that's a good sign. It's good, and, and a lot of people say they're going to put their lettuce in containers. I think Rufus has done that, um, mm-hmm. just to put lettuce in containers with your flowers or just in containers so you can have them right at your back door. Um, or, or in mm-hmm. in your flower bed, they need a big old tub, don't they, Rufus? That's what they need. Yeah. Big old horse trough. <laughs> horse trough. <laughs> Fill it full of kale. Sounds good. Well, the way grocery prices are now, then, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's a good idea. It was kind of like the in two thousand eight uh, yeah. when we when we had a lot of we had the recession and had a lot of people say, well, maybe I would like to grow some of these uh, vegetables, save a little money, and. Uh, before that, for many, many years, there wasn't a lot of interest in in growing vegetables. We didn't right. get a lot of calls about it, but uh, after that, we did. And right. that, that's and you, continued, and that's good. And you know what kind of soil it's been grown in, and you know that it's clean yeah, and that sort of thing. So it's it's right. nice to know that, too. Yeah, buy, buy from a local nursery. You're, you're right. much, much better off. Right. Why don't we... Uh, before we continue that and find out what Rufus brought from his yard, we'll talk to Steve and Garner. Steve, good morning. Hey, I celebrated my one anniversary, one year anniversary Friday. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Great. How do you feel? I'm fantastic. I'm out working in the yard right now. What are you working on? Uh, well, Lantana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, just you. Just, all you need is uh, just a little uh, hedge trimmer for that. That's what I got. Yep, that works well. Yep, I've got a hedge trimmer, and I'm trimming it down to the to where the uh, new growth is starting. Oh, you got new growth, huh? Well, there's some coming up. Wow, how about that? That is um, early. It is. And if anybody wants some, <laughs> I've got uh, a bunch of big clumps of lantana. How about that? That need to be divided, and I just don't have the energy to do it. But if somebody wants to come and dig, I'll be glad to share. It's uh, variegated lantana. All right. Uh, and they are huge clumps. Oh, variegated, huh? So is it is it a? It's a perennial. This this variety is it? A... Oh, I'm sorry, not lantana. Uh, liriope. Oh, oh, okay. Well, there's okay, a yeah, huge difference. Should be coming up. Yeah. There's a huge right, difference. Yeah. Happy. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, it's uh, two. I'm both L's. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But me too. I am trimming that back, and 
Uh, I got plenty of it. Uh, it's uh, it's it's really likes where it's at. Yeah, I I normally use a lawnmower or something like that, to, but you have to really be careful that there's not if there is new growth. You have to be careful, otherwise you cut that new growth and it's going to look bad the rest of the year. Right. So you don't want to no, you don't want to hit that. And uh, I've been using a hedge trimmer to yeah. trim it, trim that's, it down to. Uh, that's tedious though if you've got a lot of it. Yeah, well, I don't have a lot of it, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's there. Okay. I had a really exciting week this week. I lost my goldfish twice. Oh. How do you how did you do that? Is I that an outdoor a, or indoor goldfish? No, no, I have a little pond. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came out one morning, and the top had been ripped off, and the uh, my my the mature goldfish I had were gone. So I went and got some replacements, and came back and put them in there. And the next morning, the top had been ripped off again, and the baby goldfish were gone. All right. So, those raccoons had a good yeah. meal. I have a raccoon trap. I put it out there with some Reese's peanut butter cereal in it and caught me a raccoon. So well, that's great. an exciting week. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd call you and let you know that it's, it, I've already lasted six months more than my original prognosis. Oh, well, that's, well, that's great. great. Six months of uh, blessings that I've had. Yeah. I'm getting stronger every day, and I love listening to you guys. Well, we, we appreciate you calling. All right. I'll let somebody else have the time. Okay, Steve. Thank take you. care. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Dave is in Raleigh. Dave, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, and thank you to Steve for letting me have some time and yielding the floor. Sure. Um, I've got a uh, follow-up lawn question from a couple of weeks ago. So I went out and I sprayed all the uh, the winter weeds in my lawn, and you know lawn's coming in great this time of year. How high should I be cutting fescue this time of year? I mean, there's there's different times of year. Oh, you know, let it be high so it shades out the weeds and low. Well, I think it's uh, pretty much true uh, most of the year as it starts getting warmer. Uh, I should say. You know, so what the. Uh, I, I, During its grow, growing season, four inches is what I think is acceptable for fescue. Even for now? Yeah. Okay, because I'm trying to... I mean, look how it's growing. From the, I'm trying to trim it so the seeds from the winter weeds don't fall off and regerminate. Or, yeah, you know, well, you, you, need a, you need a pre-emergence for that. Yeah. That's why you take care of that. Yep. Okay. Uh, but four inches, and especially, I mean, it's growing vigorously right now yeah. so mm-hmm. even even if you don't take care of it it's still growing fescue if you have it is still growing vigorously so you need to that means the soil temperatures have really warmed up so four inches is probably good you don't want to cut it too drastically you don't want to cut um, something that's already five or six inches tall and in, in, down to three or, or you just you just want to try to get it out there and, and cut it as soon as possible and four inches is usually pretty good yeah, I think what's the the norm? A third, no more than a third of the blade. That's time. uh, that's for shrubs. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. 
<clears throat> so I, I'd, I'd say four inches. Somebody somebody might disagree, but I, that's well, that's what I've always heard. Some other lawn expert calls in. Yeah. Well, I'm not a lawn expert, so maybe <laughs> one will maybe one will call. <clears throat> well, I cut my weeds all the way to the ground. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you. Take care. Well, we haven't heard from uh, William, the air traffic controller, in William. months. William, where in the world? Well, you, you're in Beaufort, but uh, you haven't called us. Yeah, I've been busy uh, down here in Beaufort, between running between Boone and Beaufort. It's keeping me hopping. What are you doing in Boone? Yeah, uh, tell me about Boone. My uh, my youngest is uh, went started App State up there this year. So, oh, uh, oh, okay. We've been trying to go visit her as much as possible. And uh, well, that's a, that's just a terrible place to have yeah, to visit. Yeah, that's that's isn't a it? terrible thing to have, place to have to go. <laughs> From Beaufort to Boone. Oh my! Wow, gosh. that's great. That's nice. You just keep your eyes closed in between. <laughs> yeah, just keeping 421 burn up there for a while. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Gosh, I wish they had bypassed North Wilkesboro. No offense, Rufus. That must have been some some high grade lobbying that went on there mm-hmm. to make make 421 pass through through Wilkesboro. <laughs> At the time, it was a bypass. Yeah, well, when, when it was originally built, <laughs> it was a bypass. There are enough stoplights that it ain't. You didn't have Wilkes Community College there. You didn't have anything except. Yeah. A couple of service stations. Yeah. Well, at any rate, that really slows you down. Otherwise, it's a it's a great drive. You think about what it was 50 years ago, William, <laughs> oh. driving up 421, uh, one curve after another. And, uh, yeah. I won't, one I won't say why we went down to Wilkes County, uh, but across, <laughs> across the line... There was something called a beer store there called Joe's Place. Uh-huh. And some of some of the boys from high school would go down there. And they shouldn't have done a thing like that. But Some of my, a uh, couple of my friends and I went, uh, took from a rental car place, drove there some cars from there to Mountain City, Tennessee one weekend. And we drove up and then drove back. We were, it was at night. <laughs> and oh, there, no. were, there were there were semis coming up. Uh, I mean, between Boone and Mountain City, mm-hmm. I don't know how it is now, but it was it was pretty treacherous and <clears> way <throat> up the hill you go and way down the hill and curvy and. Well, in the old days, there was a community over there called Bethel, and the Greyhound bus on one of those curves would have to back up and take it twice. Oh, good grief! Absolutely. And that was that was quite a thing that happened. If you were going to take from Mountain City to Boone, you had to be on the Greyhound that would go to this one curve and back up to to get around it. Mm. So consider yourself lucky to have 421 <laughs> the way it is now, which is beautiful. Beautiful yeah, drive. It is. I, I love love going up there. How are things in Beaufort? Oh, it's beautiful. Well, I don't know if the pollen up there is as bad as it is down here. It's horrible. It's getting there. <laughs> uh, last night, I was at work. It was just like a wave of yellow going through mm-hmm. the air when right. the wind blew. And uh, we, we've had some 45-knot winds last night. It was uh, pretty uh, impressive with the wind coming. Tonight. Yeah, apparently we did, too. I didn't yeah, hear it. Yeah, it was very windy last night. It blew some stuff around at the nursery. I had no idea. I mean, it blew some uh, one heavy sign. Yeah, it was. And, it, there were gusts. I mean, it, it the front yeah. went through very quickly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. thank goodness for that. But there were power outages, and uh, of course the the wind gusts. But uh, boy, down on the 
coast, you know, you got wind anyway. So that uh, yeah, makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Well, so William, you, um, in the planting area, what what are you doing in your landscape business now? What are you planting? Well, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of got the fever. It's been so warm, but I know not to put anything out yet. I've been dying to put my annuals out, but I'm holding off. Don't do uh, it. <laughs> I know it's tempting with these 80-degree days and everything, but uh, mainly I was like your last caller called in about the grass. Yeah, we do do it at four inches all year long. Uh, yeah. To keep the grass, best you can get any kind of disease. Uh, it helps it. Uh, but the zoysia, I just... The other day, I just cut my zoysia back to about two and a half inches just to get the dead off of it. Yeah, is that working out pretty well? The oh, yeah, zoysia down there, it likes it likes Beaufort. What variety did you plant? Uh, we we put the El Toro down here. It seemed, it's almost a cousin to the zenith, but it does uh, a lot better down here in these soil conditions. Huh, that's interesting. That that was one several years ago. That was one that was introduced that was supposed to be more shade tolerant. I don't know what that means. You still got to have at least six hours of of sunlight right. a day. Right. But I, I got it under two big old oak trees in the backyard. And it seems to do real well. Oh, okay. how about that? So, so William, are you on the water right there on that waterway, or are you are you back off? Yeah, we're on the waterway. We're we're connect right to the Pamlico Sound, right into Beaufort, uh, Okay, so how how close are you to, uh, in relation to the bridge, the new bridge? The bridge, uh, about a uh, three-minute boat ride. I okay. South and, uh, I'm right at the bridge. Because so we, we go through there. <clears throat> are you closer to the bridge or downtown? Uh, closer to the bridge. I have to, yeah. I have to come down to the bridge and go under to get into downtown. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're you're kind of north of, of downtown I'm Beaufort. north of the inlet there. Yeah, okay. of course, here back in that area. Oh, okay. Okay, because we, we go with uh, Marty and Kirk, our uh, daughter and son-in-law, and we rode the um, Intercoastal last year, and that was fun. But, um, oh, yeah. yeah, from Moorhead over to uh, Oriental. So I just, yeah, I was kind of... Oriental a lot, it's- 10-minute ride to Oriental, go to breakfast up there at M&M. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great place. Yeah, Oriental yeah. has always been a popular popular place. To, how, where is uh, M&M's, M&M's in relation to the little harbor there? Oh, it's, it's, it's a 200-foot uh, walk to M&M's uh-huh. harbor. Okay. So you come in, you just go down the, the main street there, and it's right there on the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a nice. Uh, Oriental, you can walk all around Oriental. You don't even need a car or mm-hmm. anything. That's true. Docking there. I haven't been there in a long time. Are there a lot of little shops there now? Yeah, still got the little shops. It's a, it's a very artsy town. They got a uh-huh. lot of art shops. Yeah. Uh, they have a boat show coming up here in April, I think. But they have all kind of festivals over there all year long. I don't know how close. Tom, I think. Tom and Lib, uh, Tom Campbell, Lib Campbell, I think go to have uh, a place. They're close all- to Camp Don Lee. Yeah. But yeah. They, yeah, okay. They're up, yeah. But they're I think they the go river. to a church in, in, um, in Oriental. Yeah. They're, they're between Oriental and Minnesot. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, different living down here totally than Raleigh. It's a little slower pace of life. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds nice. So, uh, your wife doing okay? Uh, I'm sure your daughter's doing. Is she enjoying App State? 
Oh, yeah, she's loving it. We went up, matter of fact, in the uh, end of uh, January thinking we were going to do some snow skiing. It was 56 <laughs> degrees the whole week we were up there. Um, wow. Well, that's well, too tell, bad. Tell me, William, how you like that food at, at uh, the uh, eatery there in Boone Farmhouse. Oh, uh, I, I, we love the food up there. Matter of fact, every time we go, uh, I keep saying I'm not going to go there, but we <laughs> Every night for supper, we go to Daniel Boone Inn. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't resist. I haven't eaten there in a long time. I need yeah, to, I need to uh, do that. That's one of my daughter's favorite because she's used to eating college food all uh, month long. So when we come up, we have to take her to Daniel Boone. Yeah. Get some home cooking. Yeah, definitely home cooking. But there's a lot of neat, uh, a lot of restaurants that have opened up in Boone. Uh, and I was thinking about you when I was up there, Rufus. There's a little hotel opened up downtown, and they've got a little speakeasy bar in the back from like the 1930s to 40s. And also, they have a rooftop bar too. Yeah, they have a rooftop bar on top of the hotel too. Yeah. I'm very familiar with that place. It was an yeah, old Studebaker place in, in the 40s. Floor, right. 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 Studebaker place, though. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a quite a, a you say a boutique. It's got the price of it too, but what a beautiful view! You can see all of Boone. You can see the entire campus. You can look look up at Grandfather Mountain. Mm, uh, wow, just yeah. fat, fabulous to go up there. The Horton, yeah. I believe. I believe it's named the Horton. Did you know the Hortons? Oh, the Hortons, a great family. Is that who they're name, it's named yeah. after? It's named after the Horton family. How about that? Wow. I was just yeah. reaching for the dark. Oh, you, you found the light. I did. Well, yeah. William, I, you keep keep growing stuff down there. Are you still doing any air traffic controlling? Yeah. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm heading to Newburn Airport right now. i got to work till 5 o'clock today, but uh, doing it part-time, working three days a week. Yeah, I know they're glad to have you because there's not a lot of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, gotten to be quite a shortage here. Uh, as we can probably see on the with all these near yes. misses. Goodness. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, that's another story to be told. Absolutely. <laughs> well, please call us uh, more often, William. We like hearing from uh, you. I sure will, guys. You we'll have a great day. You. Take care. Bye bye. 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 What a wonderful guy he is, William, the air traffic control. He he yeah. really is. Yeah. He's just a versatile, smart guy. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up, and then we'll talk to Sherry. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Right, we're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener, and uh, Sherry is with us. Sherry, good morning. Hello, how are y'all? Fine, well. how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I'm ready for spring. Me too. Yeah, well, I think it's here. <laughs> Well, hopefully you won't get cold again, but I think it's probably... Yeah, it will next. It will by uh, midweek, uh, end of the week, I think. Well, I have a question. I have uh, some abelia bushes that I bought from Phil, mm-hmm. and I was wanting to know if it's a good time to cut them back right now. No, because you won't... I can answer that. It, no. <laughs> anything that blooms in the spring, you don't want to touch because you'll cut off the blooms, the buds. It seems like these had already had blooms on them, and then we got that real cold spell. 
That's yeah. Just well, azaleas traditionally now they're they, are they encore azaleas? No, these are these are abelia. Abelia shrubs. Oh, abelia. Okay, yeah. but all right, go ahead. Well, do they? Ha- are you about to say that they have some dead places in them or something from the cold yeah, or look? Yeah. Yeah, I would just, uh, you, you need to be very gentle with this because we're definitely going to have some more cold weather between now mm-hmm. and the, the middle of April. Okay. And so you don't want to cut them back too much and then us have some 70 and 75 degree days and have them to come out again because then you're going to have uh, brown on them again. Uh, because if we have like, you know, if it, we we have the hot days or warm days, and then it goes back down, and we have a heavy frost or something, um, and yours has started to come back out again, then it's it'll kill that. My Daphne, unfortunately, has uh, sprouted out new sprouts that are about four inches long on it, and okay. uh, I'm afraid it's going to get get burned. But um, just be gentle with it. Don't cut it back too much. If you've just got a little bit of brown on there, you might want to go in and trim that back. Would you say, Dallas? Okay. All right. That's all. That was my question. That was very helpful. Okay. Thank you, Sherry. Just don't trim them too hard, okay? Yeah. We'll probably come over to fields today later. All right. Thank you. Sounds like a good plan. Thank (laughs) you. Y'all have a great day. All right. You too, Sherry. Thanks. But generally, the spring flowering plants, you don't uh, have to be careful with uh, trimming. You you do those after they... Abelia's, she's right. I've seen... I mean, there's abelias right now that have flowers on them, and I'm I'm like, good grief. But, yeah, I know what she's saying because we had a few. Um, they start to they, – well, that's what's happened. They started to come out in all the warm weather. Excuse me. And then we did have a pretty good frost about two weeks ago on a Tuesday morning, and uh, it, it burned some things. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to cut anything – you cut it back in the spring, but you need to be careful. You don't want to cut your azaleas and all these things that are getting ready to pop open because you'll cut all the bloom buds off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay, well, for some reason that mic is not working. So let's, really? uh, now is it working? No, go back to the other mic. All right. All right. This yellow one here. Yeah. Yeah, he thought that one was too close to Duke Blue. I think it's Ice probably. purple. <laughs> it's, it's more like purple ECU. All the way. That's purple. right. That's right. But I hope now I'm. As I was saying, I'm asked so often about encores, when to prune them. Do you do it twice? And, and I just prune mine after the spring bloom, and when they bloom in the fall, I just let it go. Right. And don't prune it then. Right. Is that that's the what preferred, I would do. preferred I, practice? That's what I would do. I would If they have a really good bloom session or just a, a really good bloom time, I would, if you must cut them back, um, that would be a good time to do it. But if you can just, I mean, it's not a problem to just let them go. You know, we've talked about this a lot, or I have, and I, I, other people have too, is that plant your plants where they can grow the way they want to grow and and just let them go, and they'll be fine. Um, I mean, unless you've got, a, got them in a spot that, you know, it's, it's taking over or... Um, blocking a view or something like that, but uh, yeah, just, just then let you, them go. Then you know you planted it in the wrong place. If right, it's doing right. either of those because yeah. I mean they're going. If you don't prune it, it's going to keep. It's going to come back and bloom again. You don't have to prune it mm-hmm. to make it start blooming again. Yeah. Um, well, so, mine are the old-fashioned ones that 
grow much taller. Like the Formosas and things? Yeah, and, yep. I, and I tend to leave them alone except maybe just a, a half an in, a, a couple inches. And yeah. if they want to grow 10 feet tall, that's fine with me. Well, that's the way mine in, out in the pines in front of our house have gotten. But <laughs> Lane and I had this discussion the other day. I said, as soon as those azaleas bloom, I'm going to cut them all down. And he said, after they bloom, you're going to remember how beautiful they were, and you're not going to cut them. That's right. But I said, they've gotten, I hate to say this, but somehow or another, wisteria got out there. Oh. oh from somewhere, oh, a bird, I guess, oh, planted the seed, dropped a seed beside one of the pines, and it's taken over. And there's no way to clean it out unless you cut all the azaleas back. The scourge of mankind. I know. And these azaleas are 40-some years old, and I, I hate to cut them back, but I think I'm going to have to do a little bit to get them cleaned. Yeah, yeah I would say so. <clears throat> 919-860-9783. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up. listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio it's the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus we're back on wptf the weekend gardener 919-860-9783 phil uh so you got pansies and poppies or poppy the, i the like your poppies? glasses by the way oh thank you yeah, Lane gave nice. them to me. Yeah. so um the poppies i can see better without them when i'm talking with you okay. um the poppies we got um, this this past fall are called spring fever, and they seem to be growing and blooming much better than any poppies I've ever gotten. So mm. I will never get any other varieties. These um, they're doing so well, and they're the growth, the new growth on them. Even with all the well, we've had warm, but with some of the cold nights, um, they're doing so well, and I'm I'm really happy to have those, and we're. Like I said, they're $10 a flat, which is a steal. And then the foxglove and then the snaps are in full bloom. Mm. And they're 10 a flat as well. So I know people are just really itching to put things in. But you need to just clean your pansies up or put a few fresh yeah, ones in. Any, don't put any warm things for no summer. Way. No way. I mean, they're, gonna they're get, not going to make it. Petunias <clears throat> yeah. are going to get killed. Well, petunias petunias could be put in uh, by around the first of April. They're one of, petunias mm-hmm. and geraniums and things will take a little bit more cold, mm-hmm. but um, and marigolds. But you still have to be careful. I mean, a really hard, you know, down to 20, 26, 27, That's not gonna. Nothing's gonna. You know, none of the spring stuff will withstand that. Are these poppies perennials? Yes. So I remember are they, I, I visited, are they red? Uh, no, yeah. we have red ones. We have yellow. We have orange. We have rose. Oh wow! Color. I mean, they're really pretty. Yeah, I've seen the, the state used to use them on the you know along on Veterans the highway Day or something. Too? Well, they did. Well, on the yeah, highways. they put them along the highways. Yeah, they, that and Cosmos. Yeah, yeah, they did. The poppies were beautiful. Yeah, Rufus, I, I didn't mean to interrupt I, you. No, I visited Alaska one time. And I've never seen anything as big and as tall as those poppies. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the growing season there is quite limited. And so every plant knows in its 
and it's mind and DNA. I've got to get with it. But I've never seen anything like those poppies. Yeah. I always think of that uh, poppies in Flanders Field, the poem. Uh, it's a beautiful plant. Yeah. What I remembered when I was growing up, my dad, I think on Veterans Day, they used to have these little yeah, tissue paper red, red yeah. poppies yeah. that everybody would get, and they, he would always come home with one on his suit coat. Um, but, yeah, that's what I think of, what I used to think of with poppies, but these are just gorgeous, and they're big blooms. The blooms, some of the blooms are almost the size of a baseball. Wow. I mean, they're just beautiful. So, um, and then the foxglove, of course, it'll be blooming in the spring. And uh, there's just a lot to, to put in now to have a really nice early season garden. Mm-hmm. You know, I assume that everybody out there has got everything blooming. I walked around this morning. I saw red bud. Mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of star magnolia left. I saw quince. I saw... Uh, Oh my goodness! Uh, what else was so so blooming so beautifully? Yeah, the red buds are what are standing out to me. They right are, now. and the Chinese red bud right now is just gorgeous. Yeah, well, um, the ones just on the side of the road are, yeah, are they're pretty. All, you know, they're the all standard. Beautiful. And Laura Laura Pedlam. Yep. Oh, but everybody needs one of those. I, I cut. Yeah, they are them. extraordinary right now. Just they are. <clears throat> and there's one. There's one on. Um, it looks like they've been cut back, kept cut back some, uh, so they'd look better. Down if uh, somewhere right down here where you come. Well, this is this is where one of the fresh fresh market on uh, Falls of News where yeah. that, in that shopping center. And the reason I m- mentioned it is because it's got such dark, su- such unusual to me. Mm-hmm. Normally they're kind of a fuchsia, but these are real dark pink. Right. Yeah, I've seen well, some, and I a, saw one some what is a, it, darker, a row darker than that. That's yes. gorgeous right there. Yes. Yes. Much, now, I, much I call darker. that also the Chinese fringe plant. Is that a common name for it? Or mm. did I just make that up? I think it looks fringy, <laughs> but I think you might have made that up. Yeah, I don't know. That there's a French, <clears throat> the French tree. tree. That's is a the grandfather's white, beard yeah, that's a grandfather, that blooms. Granddaddy gray beard. In April, May. <laughs> Used to bloom in May, but yep. uh, now, Who it blooms knows? <laughs> now it blooms earlier. <laughs> okay, I accept it. I made it up. You made well, it up. I'll, I'll, it looks uh, pretty fringy, though. Up. Yeah, I'll look it up and see <clears throat> see what a Chinese fringe tree, fringe, um, fringe bush or shrub is that what you were calling it? Fringe plant. You know the ones that were the ones that were cut back, uh, those lower petulums that were cut back. I was so um, amazed that they were in such full bloom. That's uh, when I put in Chinese fringe plant. Guess what came up? Laura Pedlam. Ah, <laughs> you're so good. All right. Well, they, they're calling it, uh, yeah, Chinese fringe plant, uh, Chinese fringe flower. Well, yeah, it looks. Uh, I don't know. Well, it looks like the Granddaddy Graybeard, except the bloom does, except yeah. that it's uh, it's just pink and rose color, yeah. d- deep rose. Chinese fringe shrub. So you were you're absolutely good. right, and that's why you've attained all well, the now success. I, now you've had. I wanted be able to say i had named something but now you you've taken me away from <laughs> it's on the computer well, we right sh- we should never <laughs> we should never question you that's right so you're obviously right right here phil uh, I, yeah. I brought in today various colors of hellebore yep. just like nelsa does and this this is the most astounding 
I got that from you, and that that must be a hybrid. It is. It's that. Is that one, one of, of those, those that doesn't seed? It, right, right. Yeah, I, 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 the, I like the ones that seed. That one's <laughs> well, maybe a, you can make it do that. You can't do that. Those are sterile. There's a gold collection, and then there's a wedding party uh, colle- or wedding <laughs> What color collection. is a wedding party? No, it's a wedding collection, and oh. it's it's really weird. They have bridesmaids, mother of the bride, uh, uh, groom. They've just got all of these, um, all of these names. They just... They call it that so they can put all those fancy, yeah, feel good names on there. I now, guess. Now, how are we coming with the upright bloom? The, the, you know, the all these old fashioned ones. The bloom looks down. Right. Uh, are there varieties out there now with the upright blooms staring up at you? Right. The gold, the gold collection, and the and the uh, wedding party collection are pretty. They pretty much bloom more upright or stay upright those are heavy that one's just heavy with so many blooms on it but they'll right. stay upright a little more than the others face it look facing the sun and so. i've noticed some that i've got that are at least two feet tall yeah uh these these things i just love them because they they come at a time when you want blooms no no pests that i know of deer don't like them Right. They just don't they don't like full sun. That's about well, it. Well, you know the ones at the church I had in that big They like full realm, sun? They, they, <coughs> yes. Like mine do better in full sun. Yeah. Oh my and goodness. It's the weird, but you know, I, I haven't been right all morning. Well, oh, they'll no, do that, well that, in shade. That's what it says in all the books. <laughs> and it says the same thing about light shade for camellias. The prettiest camellias I've got are out in full sun. Mine too. That's the weirdest thing. I've yeah. got I've got three camellias. Well, I, I know that the Sasanquas don't mind it, but what about the are these No Japonicas are in my three Japonicas that I put in full sun are so loaded down with blooms that the limbs are just they're just hanging. Well, oh, th- this one's full sun. Yeah. This well, huge. I guess they're getting yeah. getting used to the to the temperature changes. <laughs> to the climate though. I don't change. Know. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. don't know. But let's name this the moon pie. <laughs> Okay, that sounds so you fine don't, to me. You don't know what variety that is? Oh no, that's I, terrible. I just, I just Lane's don't. still looking up, looking it up, and trying to work it, with it. It's about the size of a, a, it's of a moon pie. It is. Huge. It is. It's about you're, the size of a softball. You're thinking about moon pies, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Well, uh oh. I mean, you know, Phil, as usual, it brings pastries and pound cake and pound cake. So you don't need cake. a you don't need a moon pie. Not today. Yeah. So just get that out of your mind. <laughs> What else does it look like? Something that's more nutritious. Oh, man. Kale. Pink kale. Yeah, it looks like okay. something in between. Oh, kale. Something in between a moon pie and kale. You know, if people are just um, itching to get out in the yard and they want to plant some things, it's a great time to put in shrubs and, and trees. I mean, it's the perfect time. And I was like I was saying, we've got, We've got some figs, um, and I need to get with George. We've probably got about 20 of his figs now, and uh, they're doing really well. So, um, and, and I've got figs that, uh, that we've rooted off of that tree uh, that's at David's house behind, our, behind bed three there that has just been a phenomenal tree. You got um, a shelter sorter? Well, no, it's just out in the hot sun. It's, it's just been great. So uh, just, I don't do very much to 
to my trees. Uh, I just kind of let them go. One thing that I might mention, if you have a weeping red bud. Uh, From Dr. Danny Warner. I right, have. right. If you have one, you might want to go in now before it leaves out very much and go ahead and get some of the dead. What they tend to do is have dead uh, stems or dead growth uh-huh. uh, in those, and you need to go in there and thin that out. Uh, anything that doesn't have leaves coming on it right now needs to be thinned out. And that's just a practice that, that they need because they grow with that weeping mm-hmm. uh, habit. Uh, they'll crowd themselves, and, and you can just go in and pop those little – you don't even need – unless it's a large limb, you don't need – You just I, Lane and I just went through ours and popped them out with our hands, hmm. and uh, they break right off. Okay. Yeah, we've got a, but you got need a to, fairly large one. Right. <clears throat> I mean, they don't get to, real large, the weeping ones, but no, this one is uh, – No, but you do need to keep them thinned out so they can have air circulation in there. And did, didn't we leave one at the governor's mansion? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I believe I'll ride by it today. I'll drive down there just just to see it. Yeah. It's right there at the, let's see the, the Ooh. southwest gate. Yep. It's planted right at the southwest gate, on the outside. So, yep. uh, Ke- uh, Stephen Keith from the North Carolina Botanical Gardens. Was, uh, we were talking about white French tree and Chionthius virginicus. It, that's the Name for white fringe tree or for, for fringe tree. Thank you, Stephen. Great. Yeah. Uh, nice folks over there. Yeah. What an extraordinary place. By the uh, way, I heard from the whip, as you recalled in, in various times in the past, he talks about the birds coming and devouring the berries on a, ho- a holly tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cedar getting, Waxwings. Getting drunk. They're here. Oh, they're here. And, and, <laughs> and he sent me a video, and it looks like a cloud. Uh-huh. came over them he was so excited uh-huh and he, he said he thought there were robins i said no and they fly in a they fly in a pattern that no other bird fly if you because you can look up and up there's cedar wax wings coming in and then you can see the holly tree is it's just moving everywhere because they're in there just picking <laughs> and out then what the, do they do and then they, they get drunk. drunk. They stagger. They get drunk and they can't fly, so they have to go to the closest tree and sit for a while and drink some water and uh, do different things. Sober up. Get, yeah, sober up and get back up in the holly tree again. <laughs> Silly birds. They don't learn. Boy, I bet they're hung over the next day. <laughs> yep, yep. Gee they're funny. Yeah. Uh, Ron, I'll let you start. We are almost out of time, but uh, how's everything in Chatham County this morning? Hey, Ron. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We we only got about a minute before news. We'll we'll. Uh... Hey, I'll make i make mine in a minute or less. But it's oh, a, hey, it's a mighty fine it's a mighty fine day today to hear Mr. Rufus play a song. But that's not why I'm calling. What I'm calling for, <laughs> I'm looking some damson. Uh, that's a, sort of an old tree, plum tree, about played out, but it still makes delicious jam. If anybody in the neighborhood has a has a uh, jam, I mean, excuse me, a damson tree. I'd love to buy one, but even so, if, I'm gonna leave my number. If they have some fruit this summer, uh, I'm sure we'll pay them a good price for a pint of it. I, I like to make the jam and put the uh, hulls in it. It's so delicious. But anyway, I'll get off the phone and uh, notice this morning my bluebirds are going in the house, so it's that time of year. So I'll get off the phone. Have a good day, Ron. Right, Ron. You want to leave your number? 
Or do you, do you want to leave it with our producer? Yeah, I, I'd be glad to. 919-669-9264. How are you and, doing? Yeah, we only got, we've got about five seconds. Ron, you can hang on if you want to. Check the farmer's market, Ron. That question came up three years ago. Yeah, we'll we'll ask the farmer's market, too, about that. And uh, we got to right, go. Fine. Thank you. 